everybody, to the season finale of the web.com podcast. Season eight, Caleb, of the web.com podcast. It wraps up today, wrapping up season 11 in web, talking about the championship game and our newly crowned web champ and all of that fun stuff. And uh, you didn't you didn't have anything. Uh, you didn't have any part no, to play in that, did no you? No investment. Just, just watched. Watched along. <laughs> yeah. So we get a little bit of a unique perspective on the other side of the game from you. But I have a lot to say about the Keo Pros as well. But the championship game. Web 11, we set it up last week. It was the Insulin Pens return to the championship game for the first time since 2013. Well-documented journey that Tim and the Pens have been on to get back to this point. And coming in as the favorite, as the one seed, history behind him with these two legendary seasons. But Matching up with the Keel Pros. And I said last week, this team, when you look at the recent history of the 2023 season, this might have been the best matchup we could have arrived on because the Keel Pros were the second best team according to points for the large majority of the last couple months here in web. So we get to this point. Caleb's the champ. Caleb's still got the belt. He gets that chance to defend it, and we knew that it was going to be a good game. I was confident that this was going to be a good game. It was not going to be a blowout. But, Caleb, that's almost what we had, buddy, because very early in the day on Sunday, that Keel Pro's projection was hovering around 140, and everybody was kind of tapping their watch, like, all right, let's get this thing over with. Yeah, it was it was a rough start all around. I mean, Thursday it began with oh, CD. That's right. And I uh, about that. Yeah, so I mean, that was awful experience. The Amon Ra touchdown late. It was just awful game, awful game to start it. But um, you know, we felt we'd been in this position before, you know, always backs to the wall, we always find a way and then Sunday, you know, I'm still hopeful, optimistic and Start off really bad too. Like, usually I have a, a thing where I like don't check sleeper unless like I see a player do something on red zone or something. So like then I can get excited. Like, oh yeah, my points will go up. That's a very weird thing I do. But I like that. I, I yeah, do that next year. Actually. It's nice, nice, and you you don't risk the chance of spoiling plays to yourself. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to check my phone a ton because nothing was happening. Like first hour hour and a half two hours like it was bad like, i mean my projections because i wasn't checking it as often it was like 170 i was like okay 160 150 and then we dipped into the 140s the last time i checked and like this is embarrassing it's like nothing there's one thing to lose in the championship game but to be embarrassed like that to like put up 140 something like that's a tough one to swallow but luckily Whatever web jinxes arrived, I think there was a uh, alien fan put something out, and the last like hour of the noon window was insane. I mean, it had everything, and 
ended up culminating with Justin Reed getting like two sacks on a random drive right at the end to propel me to to what 216 so I mean my team gave it its all it really did like I thought I always believed they had a chance and unfortunately like I said the, uh, on the the week before it's like if we can just catch the pens on an off week I think we have a good chance of winning and if we would have caught them on an off week maybe just a 200 or a 190 the belt's mine but uh like we've seen with Tim's team it's hard to it's hard to bet against it, and he he put it all together and was able to pull it off and get his first web championship. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, like what you said, I mean, to to be the defending champ and to be in that position that you were in early in the day, and we know we knew about the CD thing, obviously, and the vibes were already kind of low, and for your team to get down to that point and to rally, to get back, to make it a game, to make Tim start sweating again and not just overreaction sweating for the most part. I mean, I was getting texts when his projection slipped below 50, like I'm panicking. It's like, well, okay, buddy, you're up by 50. Then all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute. We're like a couple touchdowns, like random touchdowns away here from this getting really weird. So um, uh, incredible effort by, by you. I mean, the defending champ, you gave it your all last ditch effort to keep the belt. But like you said, man, I mean, I said it last week, this year was the story of the pens. I mean, last year was the story of the fight between the pirate crew and the pens. And ultimately they sort of, you know, not literally, but metaphorically kind of took each other out. I mean, it was like they had battled so hard through the season that when it got to the playoffs, it was like they, they were, they were cooked. It was over this year. It was all about Tim and the pens and what they were doing. And they, they were the story of the year. Even if we weren't talking about them that much on the pod, it got to the point where the dominance was so boring and so normal that it wasn't even a story to talk about this team for like several weeks during this year. And that's how, you know, and to get to this point, to get the, you know, the monkey kind of came off the back already, just getting back here. And you kind of felt like there was some magic happening where if he got there, there's no way he was going to let it slip through his fingers. And like you said, it, it was a real insulin pens effort. Like he, he earned this one. Your team made that surge and what happens 237 from the pens. I mean, second highest championship total in the history of web. And he solidifies it. He gets the belt. He becomes a web immortal. Tim puts himself beside the other champions of web, the seventh champion now in webs history. And solidified for me the greatest team we've ever seen in the history of this league he had the regular season war plus he had the postseason domination the killer title game i mean this was the best we've seen in web yet yeah i agree um i mean i have my tweet about uh can you really be the greatest web team ever without the belt so like sure war plus is from last season might have been great and stuff in that race but neither team ended up winning a championship so i don't think you can call them the greatest team ever if you don't win it but tim put it all together like i listed those numbers the 
The highest before uh, this past week for War Plus of a champion was Dan in 2013, and we know what happened to that team, which make me we need to open a conversation yeah. about this <laughs> Tim team at a fucking 9.51, almost two full points higher than Dan in 2013. So I think it definitely solidifies it as probably the greatest team ever. I guess it's up for debate between some people. I'm sure Dan could put together like a four tweet thread on why it's not, but uh, I th- it was a magical season and uh, it sucks to lose to Tim and it's, it's going to be insufferable, but uh, he deserved it. And sometimes you just deserve it. Sometimes the villains just win, man. And that's just life. I mean, that's, we're going to have to endure the year with Tim and the belt. I don't know what, areas of his body it's going to be touching it's going to need sterilization (laughs) once the next person gets a hold of it but uh i i'd like to hear dan's opinion on this specifically but i think this team is more worthy of a papoose draft than (laughs) that 2013 dan team was worthy of the dan draft i mean part of that was like we're all new we don't know what the hell's going on we're all panicking I mean, when you look at this team right now, it is the definition of loaded. I mean, we've seen some great teams in web over the last several years, championship caliber teams that have loaded rosters. This team and the moves that he made this year to just get better, get younger, get better. I mean, Kyron Williams becomes, you know, a potential top dynasty running back in the making here, a player that you know, plays a huge part in this win, in this championship game. I mean, massive trade early in the year. I mean, we know about, you know, his draft history with Amon Ra and all of that in the third round. C.D. Lamb cementing himself. I mean, there's a conversation to be had at this point. If, if this is the guy, I know Justin Jefferson was hurt. It makes it easier to start having these discussions I still think Jefferson is the guy, but man, CeeDee Lamb has put his fucking mark on things, and he has made a case as the most valuable asset in all of Dynasty, and it helps carry Tim. I mean, on a team of stars, CeeDee was the star of all stars. So this team is its young, it's loaded, and it's primed to make this thing into a real Dynasty. Yeah, and I mean, you look at it, how young like this receiving score core is scary like the amon ra draft draft um the cd burrow or was it cd jamar trade ends up maybe being a wash um and the dj Moore acquisition too like i think that's a really big trade as well i think that really helps extend this team's window because you know you have cd and amon ra and you're sitting well but like you know maybe there's some question marks beyond that now you have this three-headed monster at receiver um and even other like other trades like the evan engram trade we kind of like laughed well, laughed about a little bit like it maybe felt like an overpay like he was just blocking a move from a dave but um i can't find him on here but i think he had to finish almost as a top five tight end let me see if it loads here quick sleeper on the website is the worst <laughs> experience ever he finished as tight end six and we saw Kelsey kind of fade down the stretch. So, like, if Kelsey, like, might be coming to the end, he might have accidentally backed into a tight end that he can start for the next few years. So, even the moves that at the time felt like, well, this was kind of dumb. Like, why do you give up such 
draft. Well, not dumb, but like, wow, he gave up a lot of draft capital for Kyron Williams. Yeah. And then he does the same thing for, for Engram. And for whatever reason, outside of the Laporta deal or trade and all that nonsense, like everything just works out for him. Like there's nothing I can't like everything just turns out good for him in ways that I don't even think he foresaw. He had a little bit of Dan magic this year. I got to say, I mean, with this rivalry is well documented. He was on here last week. Like, oh, we should have been Dan. <laughs> like, it means a lot. And he managed to capture some of that Dan energy this year. He was doing the things that you say, God, how does this always work out for him? Those moves, like you said, it was like unnecessary, impulsive, you know, they all worked. They all worked. I mean, Raheem Mostert manages to stay healthy for an entire season. Like Jesus Christ. Like I I'm still beating myself up over that trade, but it's like, how can you see it coming? Well, the pens clearly saw something or at least got a little lucky and got it to where it needed to be. And like, I mean, like you said, that three headed wide receiver core is going to carry him far. And he was leaning on guys like Mike Evans and DeAndre Hopkins when this thing started. And now he's walking out with, you know, DJ Moore and to go along with an improved CD lamb and, and, you know, a same old Amon Ra. Like these are all guys now that are young, proven star assets. So he's still got the old guys in there and they're still doing pretty fucking good too. Mike Evans, Jesus. I mean, con- he's c- continuing as well. I mean, it's a loaded team. We talked, you, you had the whole thing about the bench. I mean, yeah, the bench so is a playoff should, team. Someone should go back and do the math, like set his best ball lineup for a bench each week and see what his, what is his win loss total or web compared to the rest of web. Cause I think it could have been dangerous. <laughs> there's the, there's the Josh project for the off yeah. season. Like let's make us a, a 13th web team from Tim's <laughs> bench and just, <laughs> And, and then that's how you know there should be a papoostra. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know. Yeah, it's like, well, we should probably just like divide these assets upon the teams that are so far below this. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, just a, a crazy year, just a crazy year for him. Yeah, and I mean, I get, I'll do the sentimental thing. I don't want to because it's Tim, but you know, eleven years in the making here. I mean, to start where he started, and you know where we all started kind of on a level playing field, but this was the team that takes on Dan, that creates a bitter rivalry that has stirred the pot in web. He's kept things interesting. He's always around, whether it's for good or for bad. I mean, it, the, the Tim blow ups and the big trades and every, he, he always keeps it interesting. And he, he got himself to this point, a well-deserved, web championship for one of the most talented owners in this league, you know, a reigning GM of the year. And, you know, he's, he's going to be in the mix for it again this year. I mean, it's the work he has done these last couple of years have, have been truly special to set this team up to this point. So congratulations to Tim on web immortality. Yeah, that's six of the original eight that are still in the league that have now won a web title. So now it's just down to Calvin and Dave, see if they can get that elusive title. Uh, two teams, interesting for next year, maybe. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, well, that's that's Web 11, man. That is the game. Congrats to Tim. Like I said, the next stop on this journey is January 13th at the Web Gala. Be there or be square, as they say. Awards will be handed out. Don't forget, we got a lot. We got caught up in the tight in the championship race. Don't forget those award races were tight this year. I can I can tell you they were tight. <laughs> so the ballot release is going to be as hot as it's ever been. Oh God, the, <laughs> that's honestly one of my favorite. <laughs> that first time we did it, when I think we bullied you into releasing, you're like, no, yeah. no, this is not like something's like. We need to fucking see it. <laughs> Us just hounding over the spreadsheet, trying to figure out who. It's a fun. It's it's, it's honestly one of my favorite parts of the web gala is putting the the ballot puzzle together. <laughs> you guys put the puzzle together this year, and there's going to be a few puzzle oh, pieces God. that get locked in that are going to make you be like, oh. <laughs> it got weird on some ballots. I'll is just there, say that. But is there going to be a a shove? Is there going to be a <laughs> You know what? There might be a couch of 2.0. Just <laughs> saying. But um, so yeah, January 13th, uh, Papoose's meet on the menu. That he wins the title, but he's nice enough to make us meet. So we have to we have to respect that. Uh, and then there were some rumblings that there might be even some karaoke Whoa. that happens later in the evening. And that has been a while since we got a speed shop karaoke night. So. <clears throat> It's going to be a great time. Get that, get the throat cleared, get yep. the vocal exercises going, get some hot water in there. Is that how it works? I don't know. I'm not a fucking singer. That's another one. Of my favorite things is, is Dan and Katie doing the, I'm off the deep end. <laughs> Gets me every time. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. So I hope to see everybody there, but I'd like to also take this opportunity to do something that we do here every year, but I just want to thank everybody. Thank all the web owners in this league. I mean, 10 out of 12, 10 out of 12 received at least a vote in the GM of the year race. We have a collection here that is truly special. I mean, the work that is being done right now across the league, the buy-in, the the compassion towards everybody's teams to nurture them and to grow them and to compete alongside of one another, it's truly special. And it was awesome to see that the league is recognizing the work that everybody is putting in right now. But, I mean, for this thing to be continuing to go as hard as it does, to be as strong as it is 11 years in with lives changing and, you know, families starting and houses being, per- I mean, we are in the midst of real capital a adulthood and 12 people find enough time in their lives to put something into this thing to make it what it is. So thank you to everybody for the work that you do to make web the greatest thing on earth and thanks for listening to season eight of the web podcast yeah tough to follow that up um <laughs> yeah. uh, the floor is yours buddy <laughs> uh 
Yeah, honestly, this league, I mean, to any outsiders, I you would have to think this is like the biggest money league you could possibly be in. Like these guys are fucking going hard and there's really no money on the line. There's you know, there's a jersey, you know, you toss a couple bucks in for that, and then there's a belt. And this belt just signifies something that you can't replicate with money. You can't buy a belt. You can only earn it. And it's so hard. And it gets harder every year because everyone keeps getting better. Like, <laughs> it's to the point where you can't use common dynasty theory. Like, I know you're a big uh, dynasty or former dynasty Reddit guy. But, um, oh. like, you can't use those tips and tricks. There's, you can't, there's very, it's so hard to fleece someone nowadays. It is just... It's it's impressive and it makes it so hard to win the belt and it makes it that much more gratifying when you get it and the work everyone puts in uh, draft during the season like this is a, like half of the year we're dedicating to this league which is absurd there's so much that goes on in life and yet this web still dominates it and it's insane from its its roots where it was just. I, I mean, I wasn't there in the beginning, but it was just like a league. Oh, this is cool. Dynasty. Let's let's give it a shot. And now it's like a fabric of our lives. So um, I'm just blessed to become a part of it and allowed to speak my thoughts every week. And uh, here's to another decade, 20 years. Here's to the rest of our lives. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. What I? It's awesome. It's awesome. So thank you, everybody. Um, uh, the best way I can sum it up is I heard from a lot of folks this year, web folks that are participants in other dynasty leagues. I don't think I talked to a single person that wasn't playing for a title in a different league. That's the kind of crop we got here in this one. So Tim, you're the best of the best, buddy. Enjoy it. You got one year with it. And dare I say the moneymakers might be put on the back for it next year. Yeah. Have fun while it lasts, buddy. <laughs> all right well like i said thanks for listening to the podcast for another year it was an interesting year here on the web pod and we are you know excited to kick things off for season nine you will hear from us again sometime in march so enjoy a few months on vacation off season. Caleb's got a flight booked to Jamaica. He's going to sandals, <laughs> kick his feet up, enjoy it. But, uh, we'll be back behind the curtain starts in March. So we'll see you then. And we will see you at the web gala for me and Caleb. Let's make it a great off season. Sun is hot and that old clock is moving slow and so am I. Workday passes like molasses in wintertime, but it's July. I'm getting paid by the hour and older by the minute. My boss just pushed me over the limit. I'd like to call him something. I think I'll just call it a day. Something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care It's five o'clock somewhere